hello, hello. Welcome to episode 25 of All In With Kevin. I am your host, Kevin Lewis. First of all, I'd like to wish a hap- wish everybody a happy new year. This is being recorded on January 5th, 2021. In today's episode, we are going to speak about Tankgate. Um, uh, in week 17, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team squared off on Sunday Night Football. Um, Washington, all they needed to do was win, and they would win the division. Obviously, the game meant nothing for Philadelphia. They were 4-10-1 coming in. So, you know, things were going... It was a, you know, a, a typical nip-and-tuck division game. You know, things were going back and forth, you know. Um, and Doug Peterson decided to bench Jalen Hurts at, the, at, near, at or near the end of the third quarter after he underthrew a wide open receiver in the end zone on fourth and goal from the four. So that was, that was a thing that happened now. And, and since then there's been just a firestorm of comments, you know, from giants players, you know, if the giants, if uh, the Eagles had won the game, the giants would be in the playoffs giants players, other players, you know, media personalities and, you know, so on and so forth. Like because the integrity of the game was compromised and this, that, and the third. And look, Doug Peterson made... We all knew what it was when Nate Sudfeld came in the game. Everybody knew what it was. Like, the, the the Eagles had... The Eagles were not going to win that football game, period. We all knew what it was when Nate Sudfeld came in the game. And Doug Peterson hit us with the elite lie of... I was still trying to win. You know, we just wanted to get him some reps. Like, I mean... You could say that, but we, we, I mean, you've seen Nate Sudfeld in practice, and we saw him on Sunday night throwing them, throwing balls that took about 15 minutes to land. Like, there's no way you could sit here and tell me that you were trying to win. Now, obviously, he has to say that so he doesn't incur fines or whatever. And I mean, coaches lie all the time. Okay, but I just found that, that particular lie to be funny. Even still, like, first of all, I'd like to take a minute to laugh at the fucking Giants players who have the nerve to bitch and complain, and their fans, who have the nerve to bitch and fucking complain. Like, at least Joe Judge, Joe Judge has to has to do that, oh, the integrity stuff, you know, I would never, I would never not, not have my players play to win, da da da, da. We, we, we will touch on that in a little bit. But the Giants players and, and fans bitching and moaning about it nonstop is hilarious. Bro, you won 37% of your, 37.5% of your football games. The Giants won six games. This could have been stowed away a long time ago. The Giants could have been literally mediocre and been on the couch comfortably with their feet up watching, uh, watching whatever on Sunday night because obviously that game would not have been on Sunday night if the Giants had won eight games and clinched the division. They could have easily... Stow away that division if they just won two more two more football games. Nobody was asking them to be great. You ain't have to win twelve games to win this division. You ain't even have to win ten, bro. Seven would have won y'all the division. And y'all are complaining because the Eagles the Eagles decided to do what was best for them on Sunday night football in a game that meant nothing to them. The the Eagles don't owe the Giants shit. Like number one, they're division rivals. Number two they were playing for nothing. They don't owe anybody anything but themselves. They owe they owe it to themselves to do the best thing for themselves, period. And if you want to talk about how the system incentivizes things like that, be my guest. 
But I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna bitch and moan about Doug Peterson, I've seen p many people call for him to be fine and so on and so forth. Then you what? You want to find the Jacksonville Jaguars for the last like six weeks of them playing Mike fucking Glennon? Because we could do that. Like the Jaguars haven't been trying to win any game since like about what November. So I mean, I I'm just not I'm I'm not buying the fact that this is some egregious egregious act on Doug Peterson's behalf like to me the, the the people who have a right to bitch and complain are the players on his own team like if this was not communicated to him and by all accounts it looks like it wasn't because there are a lot of players apparently on the sideline who were shocked even though even though um like there are many reporters midweek who were saying that there, this was a possibility that such would get reps maybe they didn't think it would happen in a one score game that's fine but it's not like it came out of left field. Like this was an idea, this was an idea and a prediction that happened from many Philadelphia sources throughout the course of the week, right? So ultimately, like they didn't owe anybody anything. But the players, like if the players, are mad. Okay, fine, they got a legitimate beef because I mean, you play to win. Da 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 da. They'll get over it, I'm sure. But in that moment. You didn't bust your ass for, you know, whatever, the 16 weeks, 17 weeks, excuse me, and the, what, 45 minutes of that particular football game for the coach to basically pull the rug out from under you and say, look, we don't give a fuck about this game no more, right? Now, this is precisely why you don't put a team, like, first of all, the NFL has this raging fucking boner for the NFC East that's bothered me for a while. Because the NFC East is not even that good. At least when the Cowboys are there, the Cowboys are pretty much always entertaining. Okay, cool. But, like, the NFC East just spoon-feed... Um, the NFL just spoon-feeds us, force-feeds us the NFC East year after year after fucking year. And it's like, bro, they're not that good. The division's not that good and it's not that compelling. How many times do we gotta see the Eagles whoop the Giants' ass on national TV? We see it every year. Like, granted, this year the game was close in Philly or whatever, but every year we got to see the, what is so compelling about the Eagles and Giants that you got to push it, push that in our face on national TV every single fucking season. Every season. How many times do we got to see the Eagles in, in a Lincoln Financial Field with the all-black uniforms kick the crap out of the Giants? For just That's just one example. Washington and Dallas we got to see every year on TV. And it's like, Washington is boring, Dallas is Dallas, okay, whatever. Like... They have an obsession with force-feeding us, the NFC East. And th th this is what I mean. Like, it's a win-in-your-end game for Washington, and that's cool. Philadelphia has nothing to play for. Like, Philadelphia told you midweek with their injury report what it is. Uh, Miles Sanders practiced in full, and then the next day they're like, nah, he's not playing. Like, Fletcher Cox, I I'm pretty sure if the game meant something, he would have played. And then there were several other starters for, for Philadelphia who were out. Like, the Eagles told you exactly what it was long before the game started. But guess what? If you put the game on national TV, Doug Peterson probably threw the viewers a bone and threw the NFL a bone and decided, okay, I'll play, I'll play Jalen Hurts two, three quarters. And, 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 and let's see what happens. But ultimately, the Eagles winning that game benefited nobody except the fucking Giants. And again, the Eagles don't owe the Giants shit. So, like, the bitching and crying and the moaning and the and the whining from Giants players and fans alike is pathetic. Y'all won six games. Like, you, you can't sit there and, f and flunk tests all semester, like, float, float through the entire semester, not give a fuck about the semester like that, get Ds and get Fs, and then bitch and moan when your professor gives you your, your fucking grade for the year and it's a D. You can't.
you weren't good the whole year. Like, you don't have a right to complain. Like, look, if they won 10 games, like, the complaints still aren't really that valid because ultimately you still left it in somebody else's hands. And, that again, that person doesn't owe you shit. But at least I can understand having a really good season go up in smoke like that being frustrating. Because, okay, you had a really good season. Like, it sucks. Okay, understood. But, you know, you had a really good season at least. You won 10 games. You won 11 games. And you missed the playoffs. Okay, I understand being frustrated by that. Even if the bitching and crying still would fall on deaf ears. But I understand why you'd be mad about that. Bro, you won six games. Six. Six. You won six out of 16 games, bro. Like, look in the mirror. <laughs> like, y'all weren't good enough, period. Like, y'all weren't good enough. And quite frankly, to me, the biggest problem here is two parts. A system that incentivizes this kind of behavior, even though I don't really have a problem with the system, but I'm always going to blame the system before I blame the people for exploiting it. It's like, why am I mad at the Jaguars? Like, you, you gave them parameters, uh, a system, and you gave them parameters that they are benefiting from and go, and they are going to exploit. Why am I mad at them for this? They're doing what the, what the fuck they're supposed to do. And also, it's hilarious that people are acting like the difference between pick six and pick nine, which is what the Eagles would, which is what the Eagles um, did it for, to move up from pick nine to pick six, is just nothing. Pick six, three picks is a big fucking deal, especially when it's every single round. Like, three picks is a, a huge fucking deal. That cannot be understated. Like, just because three is a small number does not mean it's, it's, it's not a big difference. That is a huge fucking deal. So, like, acting like it's not is fucking ridiculous. They, they didn't owe anybody anything. They did what was best for them. But again, if you're going to incentivize tanking, you're going to get shit like this. And, I mean, we see stuff like this every year. It just typically does not happen in prime time in front of everybody. That's another thing. If this game happened at 1 o'clock, nobody would care. Like, nobody would care. Also, I'm pretty sure Jalen Hurts just sits the entire game out if this game happens at 1 o'clock. But again, Doug Peterson threw the viewers a bone, threw the NFL a bone, and now he's catching heat for it. Now he's catching heat because he chose to do what was best for his organization and his team. That like that that is that, that is what's happening here. Also, like a, a division winner winning seven games is, is is problematic in and of itself. Also, when you decide to put that put that team put that game on between two pathetic teams to decide that division. In, in prime time. You 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 get this? One of them has nothing to play for. Again, Doug Peterson doesn't owe any of y'all shit. He doesn't owe the Giants anything. He owes he, he owes it to his employer to do what is best for them. What is best for them is to not win a meaningless fucking football game. Period. Could he have communicated that with his players better? Sure. I'm not arguing that. Like at all. To me, they got the biggest gripe. If that if if it's true that Doug Peterson just did not bother to communicate with most of these dudes that, hey, man, look, Nate, Nate Sudfeld's going to get reps. I don't know when he's going to get them, but he's going to get reps tonight. Be prepared for it. If he did not communicate that with his players, that is shitty on Doug Peterson's part. I don't care if they disagree with you. I don't care if they want to fight you for, 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 for that shit. If you, didn't, if you didn't communicate with your players what the plan of action was, that is shitty. That is the shitty part of it to me. The integrity part, I just don't give a fuck because the system says what it says. Stop incentivizing losing and maybe, sh maybe shit like that will stop. People are still going to suck and people are still going to tank. 
because like if you do a lottery style system, people are still gonna want to have more more um lottery balls. But like maybe you won't see blatant ass tanking like that because you don't have anything to benefit from it. If there's a lottery system, there's no way that Jalen hurts his bench last night. Cause for what? Like you're not gonna get that many like the difference between six and nine as far as a lottery system goes, you're not gonna get that many more balls if if you um if you finish worse. So you have way less in, you have way less incentive to bench the man. And you, you let him go and he needs reps. So you let him go get the reps and you deal with the lottery system after the fact. So I, like people are mad at the at the Eagles for for explo- for exploiting a system that is in place, basically. Because again, if this game is not on national TV, I promise you this goes differently. Even if it, it, it plays out the exact same way, we're not talking about this. People are mad about this shit because it was on national TV in front of them. Because the Jaguars have been doing worse every week since November. And this is not the salty Jets fan of me speaking. Trust me. Because I wanted the Jets to do the same shit. But the Jaguars have been doing the same goddamn thing every single week since November. When, when they're sitting there running out Mike, Mike Longneck Glennon, they had no intention of trying to win football games. I'm not saying Gardner Minshew is the best player on earth. I'm not, I'm not even saying he's good. Because he ain't. But at the bare minimum, um, Gardner Minshew is going to give you competent weeks. At bare minimum, he's going to give you competence at times. Like, yeah, other times going to look awful. He's going to give you competence. Mike Glennon has never. Mike Glennon hasn't been competent since college. He he just is what he is. Like, if you want to lose games, putting Mike Glennon in is an excellent plan. That's why the Jaguars were doing it because they wanted Trevor Lawrence or. Or Justin Fields or whoever the hell they end up drafting at one. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Lawrence, but you you can never be too sure, I guess. Whatever, but like the Jaguars have been doing way worse for weeks. So like, the, the this just ain't it on that level. Like bitching and complaining about Doug Peterson to me, it's just not it. Because especially when you consider the loudest and the loudest and proudest bitching is coming from players and fans of a team who went six of fucking ten. Like the the Giants fans and players are complaining, but because they didn't get to be the tallest short person. That's basically what this is because that's what the NFC East was. It was just the tallest. The, the 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 Washington was the best of the shitty teams. Like all of them are bad. In their own right. Like, Washington's defense is no joke. Okay, I got to give them that. They have no quarterback. Dallas has no quarterback. The Giants have no quarterback. Um, and and no offense, because they, they have the second-worst offensive football this year. Um, and the Eagles, well, the Eagles, they have they have a lot going on there. The coach might, might be outdated. You know, Wentz is broken. Da, 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 da. They have a lot going on there. Okay, cool. So they're complaining about not being... This, um, the, the the fucking tallest short person. Like this is this is what the the, the complaining is. Like like they, they don't realize how ridiculous they fucking sound. Complaining about this shit. Like bro, you your team finished six and ten. Look in the mirror, and I'm not talking. About, this is about the players. Look in the mirror. Oh, you know this is this is a shot at the game, and, da, 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 and there's no integrity in the game. Da, 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 da. Man, shut up. Y'all want sixty? Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. That's it. Just look in the mirror. But again, you, you're going to have a system that incentivizes this shit. You're going to get shit like this. Next time, don't put a team with nothing to play for on week 17, in week 17 prime time. Just don't. 
like I know, y'all love the NFC East. The, the NFL loves the NFC East. They love to give us NFC East football as if it's fucking good. Year after year after year, they force it in our face. I get it. I understand that. Fine. Like, I don't have to like it, but I get it. All right, next time, don't do this shit. And then, and then Doug, Doug Peterson don't got to be asking a million fucking questions about, th- answering a million fucking questions about this shit. And we, we got to hear how the Eagles are somehow not, uh, not upholding the integrity of the game for doing shit that we see every year, which is tanking. Every year we see tanking, and we see way more blatant examples than this. As I said, the, the 2020 Jacksonville Jaguars exist. The, the year the Colts got Andrew Luck, that year exists. They started Dan Orlovsky for multiple fucking games. The same guy who ran out the end zone. Him. They started him for multiple fucking games. Like, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not sure why people are so mad at Doug Peterson. I really don't understand it. Be mad at your shitty fucking football team for winning six games and having the 31st ranked offense in the NFL. Maybe if you guys were fucking 22nd instead, we wouldn't be talking about this. We probably would not be talking about this, as a matter of fact. Also, can we take a minute to laugh at the fact that Nate Sudfeld is such a bad quarterback that an entire tanking organization, uh, t- tanking investigation is being asked for because the Eagles organization dared to put him in the game? Like, it, it, this got to be shitty for him, right? Because, like, he, he I, I mean, I'm sure that he watches the news or whatever. He watches sports stuff, and I'm sure he has people people close to him or whatever sending him stuff. Well, maybe maybe not, maybe, maybe not. And it's like, everything is just, wow, they really put this shit back in the game and and, and, and just ruined the perfectly, perfectly good national television, nationally televised Sunday night game for the division. Wow, they really put, the, they really put this, this shit back in the game. And that's all that he's been seeing for two days. That gotta, that gotta suck. But I mean, the people are not wrong. Because again, everybody knew what time it was when Nate Sudfeld was lining up to come in that football game. Everybody knew what time it was. I did, you did, everybody did. The Eagles did, Washington did, everybody knew exactly what time it was when Nate Sudfeld was coming to the game. And I think the first ball he threw was some fucking moon ball that took that took fucking three years to land that landed right in the Washington players' hands and you were just like, yep, I know what time it is. Everybody knew what fucking time it was. Now, I feel I feel for him a little bit on that front, but he'll be alright. He'll be fine. And, you know, back to Joe Judge who was doing his own belly aching. Now, granted, I have to be fair to him. He did mention the fact that the Giants did not do enough, right? Right. But then he was doing the performative, oh, I would never have my guys not play hard and da-da-da-da-da, and the goal is to always play hard when you're on the floor. Bullshit. Bull fucking shit. The Chiefs didn't play Patrick Mahomes this week. What? Okay, fine. That game had no playoff implications. Fine. But the Chiefs actively did not give a fuck about that game. You know why? Because it didn't benefit them at all. It ain't better, there was no benefit to them winning or losing that football game. Okay, let's go to a game of playoff implications. The Steelers rested a whole bunch of people, including including their fuck-ass starting quarterback on Sunday against the Browns, right? And the Browns were playing to get into playoffs. Where's the integrity there? Where's the integrity? Like, people rest their starters week 17 every year, sometimes in games with playoff implications. Like, no, no, you're not playing hard every single game. No, that's just not the fucking truth. Teams who have nothing to play for are more inclined to do shit in order to solidify their draft position. That is just the facts, and it's smart. 
like I'm sure I'm sure the Giants wish well, not the team because you know they're high and mighty, da da da. But um, I'm sure a lot of Giants fans wish they would have lost that fucking game on Sunday because ultimately it meant nothing. You beat the Cowboys, great. Their draft pick got better, your draft pick got worse, and neither one of y'all won the fucking division. So who really won here? Who really won here? Like, no, you're not playing hard all the time. Again, week 17 especially. You, you, like we, I, I remember a few years back, um, I want to say it was 2013. 2013, yeah, and, and um, the Colts had clinched the division or whatever, and this is week 16, mind you, and Andrew Luck got benched in the middle of the, of the third quarter against the Cowboys, who were trying to win that division at that point. Like, uh, were, were the Colts playing hard? Were they playing to win when they were getting smoked and they decided, okay, you know what, we give up, we're, we're good. Middle of the third quarter, they took out Andrew Luck, and it was still a winnable, semi-winnable at least, game at that point. They were only down by 20, which... We've seen 20-point leads disappear in the NFL often. Or or often enough, to be more accurate. I didn't hear any complaining then. Again, I'll bring up the Jaguars. I didn't hear any complaining about that. The Cardinals a couple years ago. I didn't hear any complaints about that. Like, like to me, you're just directing your ire at the wrong shit. Doug Peterson took Jalen Hurts out in the third quarter, you know, he, you know, he did, like, what, what is he doing for the integrity game? Da, 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 da. It's like, uh, the system incentivizes this behavior. <laughs> like, you realize this, right? It incentivizes this behavior. Doug, Doug Peterson gave us and y'all more than we deserve, quite frankly. Like, he could have given a big FU to the NFL, a big FU to the fans watching the game, and started fucking Nate Sudfeld. And we would have known off rip what it was. Like, he gave you three quarters, or nearly three quarters of Jalen Hurts, and a competitive football game up until that point. And, and, they, ulti- and, um, they, were not le- and they were losing the football game. And he decided to pull the plug on, on the whole thing, on the whole charade. Like, he gave us more than we deserved. He gave us more than he owed us. Because Doug Peterson don't owe none of y'all shit. He don't owe me shit. He don't owe the giant shit. He don't owe anybody anything except the people who sign his checks. And for the people who sign his checks... That was the best course of action. Argue with it all you want. Talk about integrity all you want. Look, what what, what was what was the was the move peculiar given the timing? Okay, I'm not I'm not arguing with you. Fine, fine. Like, could he have taken him out at halftime? The, the thing is, I don't, I don't think him taking him out at any time would have led to a different would would have, would have led to a different reaction from the public. Like, he could have taken him out at halftime and be like, oh, well, why, why did he start him? Da, 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 da. You know, they, they were winning the game or whatever. The Eagles were down by, like, four at halftime, right? Right. Um, but da, 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 you know, why would you take him out at half? It's still a winnable football game. I, I don't think Doug Peterson is, is avoiding the wrath of the general public, regardless of when he benched him. Especially because, again, a, a, another team had their playoff lives on the line as a result of this football game. So I don't think I don't think anything would have changed it in that regard, as far as um, public perception goes. But he ultimately he did what was best for the Eagles. Be mad at the system. That, like that's what leads to this shit. The system. Am I saying this? Am I saying that I want the system changed? I personally don't give a fuck. Personally, 
Like, people are going to be, there are going to be plenty of bad teams. There are going to be plenty of bad teams who don't give a fuck about winning. That's the NFL. That's every single professional sports organization. That's just what it is. But if you're going to incentivize losing this heavily in this partic- in these particular kind of contexts, you're going to get this type, this type of stuff. Next time, don't put the fucking Eagles in, in Washington on national television or, or whoever. Don't put any teams who are 4-10-1 on national TV in Week 17 and expect them to go balls to the wall. That's just not going to happen. And then we're going to have these big, this big ass conversation where everybody clutches their pearls and acts like the, and acts like that particular team is the first team to ever make a decision in 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 the best interest of losing a meaningless football game. Everybody don't clutch their pearls. Oh, the Pierce is this, that, and the third. Oh, I can't believe he did that. Like, of course you could believe that he did that shit. Like again, I, I have never. I don't think I have ever seen an in-game move that is so clearly a tank move. Other than, I, I don't think I've ever seen a bigger, blatant, a more blatant example of that. Like in-game, I'm like the Jaguars were starting Mike Glennon before, like long, like they they decided to do that midweek or whatever. Every week, it was like, yeah, Mike Glennon's our quarterback. It's not like they were benching Gardner Minshew. While being down by by three every week, they weren't doing that. They were just starting him out right. Like Doug Pierce was like, hey, "Well, yeah, uh, yeah, this game's too close for my comforts. Yeah, I'm gonna go take out Jalen Hurst now, <laughs> put in fucking Nate Sudfeld. I've never seen a more blatant example of in-game tanking than that. But it was the best move for the Philadelphia Eagles organization. Like simple and plain. No amount of bitching, whining, crying like infants is going to change that. It was the best move for the Philadelphia organization. And again, this this idea that oh teams are supposed to play hard at all times. I understand why the, why the coach has to say that that bullshit. It's performative coach speak, but that's just not true. And if the Giants are the number one seed two years from now, which I mean can't really see that happening. But if they're the number one seed and, they, and they're thirteen and two, then I expect I expect all y'all to play to play hard at week seventeen. That's what you're telling me, right? Everybody got to play hard all the time, every game, week one, week seventeen, all the time, right? That, that that's what you're telling me. So I'm assuming week seventeen, if the Giants ever get to that point where they've clinched home field advantage or whatever, I'm assuming that week seventeen you're still gonna run your starters out and play them the whole game or close enough to the whole game. And play to win, right? Because that's what we do. We play to win. Shout out to Herman Edwards. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. Yeah, you, you play to win the game. That, 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 that's what Joe Judge is telling me. Like, it's not true. Like, it's never been true. It's literally never been true. Like, we have seen tanking examples every single year. And we have seen teams rest their players in week 17 every single year. For a long time, I'm not going to put a number on it, but we've seen it for a long time. No, you're not playing hard to win every game. No, that's just not the fucking case. You're you're just salty because it directly affected your team, and then you got to give us this performative bullshit instead of just saying, "Look, we wasn't good enough." It, it, it could have been let at. It could have been left at that. We were not good enough. We will be better next year. Hopefully, we make the playoffs next year. That's it. Like that's it. It could have been left at that. You could you could have you could have kept all the whining whining and, and and fucking performative bullshit. You could have you could have kept all that. I mean, and that goes to the fans too and the players. You could have kept the whining nonsense. Like 
Nobody cares. You won six fucking games. Be better. Do better. That's it. Like, you mad because your shitty team didn't backdoor its way in, into a playoff spot it didn't fucking deserve. Like, that's what you're mad at. You ain't do enough. Like, not even close. Not even fucking close. Be better. It's not. It's really not hard. Just be, be fucking better. And for those mad at Doug Peterson, hey, I don't know about you. Maybe, maybe, maybe we are wired differently. Whoever's listening to this, you know, the general public, other football fans, maybe me and you are wired differently. Bro, if the Jets were in that situation, I wouldn't even have wanted them to start um, whoever, whoever their quarterback happens to be at the time. Yo, go, go find Ray Lucas out of a fucking, out of the fucking SNY studios and start him instead. And go get your ass whooped. And, and and get a pick that that's three picks higher. That's what I would have wanted them to do. I've watched the Jets win a meaningless week 16 or 17 game so many times in my life. It was expert level tanking. Like Doug Peterson, the, the uh, Doug Peterson apparently told um, somebody because you know there was a lot of Philly, Philly writers speculating that Sudfeld was going to get playing time. So somebody knew or somebody was aware there was a possibility that Nate Sudfeld could get playing time. He played him, and his team lost the game that they should have lost and needed to lose. It sounds like Doug Peterson did his job to me. That's what it sounds like to me. I, I can't speak for nobody else, but that's what it sounds like to me. And But I will say this, though. I, I, I've been spending time clowning the NFC East, rightfully so, because they're a shitty division, and they've been a shitty division for the majority of the last decade. But that 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 game was hilarious because obviously what happened with the Jalen Hurts thing and, and because it was just two bad teams being bad, two bad teams being bad. The Eagles just like, nah, we don't want this. And Washington was like, nah, nah, we don't want we we, we don't want this that much. And they just kept the Eagles around even though the Eagles had zero interest in winning the game. And it as much as I clowned them, like yo, that was entertaining and it led to like two days worth to this point of just nonstop chatter about the integrity of the game, and this, that, and the fucking third, as if Doug Peterson is the first person to make a decision with draft intentions in mind. Like, it's really, really unbelievable how much bitching and whining there is about this. Meanwhile, again, meanwhile, the Jaguars have been doing what they've done for the last two months, and not no, none of these people cared about it on that level. Like, none of these people, maybe they pointed it out, I'm not saying every, everybody felt the same way. Like maybe, maybe they feel the same way about the Jaguars. Maybe they feel the same way about the integrity of football, the integrity of the game, and people shouldn't try to lose, and this, that, and the fucking third. But I don't remember this noise about the Jaguars. The NFL should learn a lesson here. Like, I know y'all still going to force feed us the NFC East every fucking year because that's what y'all do. Okay, cool. Next time, just make sure it's a win and you're in for both sides. So both sides got something to play for. So we don't got to do this. Or if it's not, just put the fucking game on at 1 o'clock. Like, nobody cared this much about that game, bro. Like, nobody cared this much about that game. It was two bad teams. Nobody cared. They could have put that game at 1 o'clock. They're not even required to play a Sunday night game at, uh, in week 17. Like, nobody cared that much to see who the shortest, tall per- um, who the tallest short person is. Nobody cared that much, bro. I promise you, we did not care. You could have easily put that at 1 o'clock, and you would have missed nothing. Sim- simply put, Doug Peterson did what, what was best for Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson did what was best for the Eagles. Don't put him in that situation next time, so we, we ain't got to have this, this type of talk. And ultimately, 
for the Giants, be better. That's it for me. That's it for episode 25. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you when I see you. If you don't want to play that way, don't play that way. Break. <laughs>